So the big question is this, how do everyday investors raise an unlimited amount of capital? How do you buy multifamily properties using other people's money? How do you raise a multifamily fund and deploy capital in a meaningful way? That is the big question. And this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Roger Jones and welcome to Multifamily Fund Secrets. So welcome back to another episode of Multifamily Fund Secrets. I'm your host, Roderick Jones, and we have a jam-packed episode here today. So today, we're going to be talking about how to create your investment thesis for your multifamily fund. But before we do that, let's dive into the disclaimer. Disclaimer. Everything you hear on this episode or everything you hear on this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor, your securities advisor, and or your CPA before making any investment decisions. Everything you hear, make sure you check and verify with those professionals before you take any of the information used in this podcast and use it in your business. This is not an offer to buy securities. This is not an offer to sell securities. There is no offer or recommendation being made on this podcast. Investing is risky and you can lose all of your money. Okay, so we're talking about how to create your investment thesis for your multifamily fund. But before we go into how to create your investment thesis for your multifamily fund, we must understand what an investment thesis is and why an investment thesis is important for your multifamily fund. Okay, so let's go into what an investment thesis is. So you'll hear the term in the industry. What is your investment thesis? What's the investment thesis behind the fund? What is your investment thesis? Hi, you're probably saying, well, I don't know what my investment thesis is because I don't know what an investment thesis is. All right, so here we go. An investment thesis is a fancy way of saying, what is your investment framework? What lens do you look at investments through? So investing has a lot of moving components. You can be a buy and hold investor. You can be a fix and flip investor. You can be a value add investor. You can be a a developer. There's so many, so many different things you can buy multifamily for and use as an investment strategy. So when you say, what is my investment thesis? It's basically, what lens do you look at your investments through? What is your investment strategy? What's the strategy that you're trying to deploy for investing in multifamily? Why do you want to invest in multifamily properties and what benefit do investors get from it? That's ultimately what your investment thesis details and lays out. So we got that. The next question is, why should you have an investment thesis? An investment thesis is something you should have because it allows you to one, tell investors exactly what you invest in and two, keep your, um, keep your mind on track when looking at investments and three, have a strong metric for a pass or play on a multifamily deal. So one, it allows you to communicate your 
your multifamily fund effectively. Two, it allows you to put your focus lenses on and focus on deals that you would like to acquire and that fit your investment thesis. And three, it allows you to pass or play on multifamily deals really quickly. All right, so we got that. So how do we create an investment thesis? So we know what an investment thesis is. We know it's the strategy that we're going to employ to for our multifamily fund. We know that an investment thesis is the lens that we look through for investing in multifamily properties. We know that an investment thesis is important because one, it allows you to communicate your investment strategy to investors. Two, it allows you to put on your focus lenses so that way you can focus on the deals that fit your investment strategy or your investment thesis. And three, it allows you to pass or play on deals quickly. So how do we create an investment strategy or an investment thesis? So we create an investment thesis in our last podcast or in the last uh, last video, last podcast, wherever you're catching this at. On the last show, we sat down and we figured out how to determine our multifamily goals. So if you haven't you know, listened to that episode, go back and listen to that episode. It's the episode right before this episode that you're listening to now. So how do you create your investment thesis? So one, it starts by sitting down and say, saying, what do I want to do? And we did that with our goals. What do I want to do? I want to buy 100 multifamily unit properties. I want to buy $100 million worth of multifamily properties. Next question is, why do I want to do this? So maybe your reason is, I want to buy 100 multifamily properties because I want to generate passive income and I want to generate high returns for my investors. So one, when you say why, an example is, one, I want to generate passive income for myself. And then two, I want to generate passive income for my investors and I want to generate high returns for my investors. So that's the first half of your investment thesis. So if we were putting together an investment thesis today, it would sound something like this. This is just the first half. I want to buy or we are buying multi, we are buying multifamily properties with 100 units or more because no. It wouldn't sound like that. It would sound like this. We're buying multifamily properties with 100 units or more because we want to, not because. So we are buying 100 multifamily properties with 100 units or more in order to, one, generate passive income, and two, and generate high returns for our investors. So we have that. So one, we want to buy 100 units or $100 million worth of multifamily property to generate passive income and then generate high returns for our investors. Now, the next phase of your investment thesis is to figure out what type of multifamily properties will hit your why. So if your why is to generate passive income and generate high returns for your investors, what type of properties will you be looking at? Will you be looking at value add properties? Will you be looking at uh, stabilized properties? Will you be looking at opportunistic properties such as development? And so what type of properties are you looking at? And when we say value add, we're talking about a property that you have to buy, put a little bit of money into, maybe a little bit of money, maybe a lot of money, but it's a property that you have to buy, put money into, increase the value, 
Sometimes you don't have to put money into the property to increase the value. But for this example, we're talking about properties that you're going to put money into, increase the value, and then turn around and sell it. So that's what a value add deal. A stabilized deal is a deal that's already had the property renovated. They've already came in, did the value add strategy. Now you're just buying it stabilized. That is what a stabilized deal is. You're buying a property that has already been renovated and put on the market. And then lastly, are you buying opportunistic deals such as developments? These are deals that you're going to buy, like you're going to develop from the ground up. So you're going to you know, do new construction and develop A-class properties. So if we go back to our investment thesis that we were coming up with, we wanted to buy 100 units. Why do we want to buy those 100 units? Because we want to generate passive income and we want to generate high returns for our investors. So now that we got that out of the way, the next question is, what type of properties is going to generate passive income and high returns for our investors? So if we purchase stabilized deals, the question is, do they generate high returns for our investors and do they generate passive income? Hmm. The, question, the correct answer is it depends. It depends on the basis that you buy the property at. However, for this example, it's a yes. If we buy value add deals, does it generate um, returns for our investors, passive income for our investors? The answer is yes. Does it generate high returns for our investors? The answer is yes. Next, if we buy, if we are going to develop deals, do they generate passive income for our investors? The answer is no. Because if you're developing a deal, there's no passive income in the middle. There's no passive income while you're developing. So that property doesn't generate income. Does it generate high returns for our investors? Yes. So for your investment thesis, you said that you wanted to generate passive income and you wanted to generate high returns for your investors. If the answer to no is if the answer is no to one of those two questions, then this property doesn't meet your investment thesis. So we know out of these two things, out of uh, these three investment strategies being value add, stabilized deals, or new development deals, we know that we can take developing properties out of the equation for this investment thesis. So that's gone. So now we're left with value add and we're left with stabilize. So the next question you ask is, do I want these properties to generate income? So if they're going to generate passive income, the answer is yes, you want them to generate income. So that's why you're buying it. So you want income producing um, real estate opportunities. So value add properties do produce income and stabilized properties do produce income. Now the question is, do you want to do value add or do you want to do stabilized or do you want to do a mixture of both? So that's, you see what we're doing. We're kind of thinking through our investment strategy. So this, the purpose of this podcast is to help you create an investment thesis. It's not going to give you the exact words to say, this is my investment thesis. This is what we're doing. It's to show you the process of how it goes for creating an investment thesis. And it allows you to think through what you want to do and to craft your own investment thesis, because I feel like in the multifamily space, in the fund space, that's what makes you unique and that's what you bring to the market. So a cookie cut investment thesis won't necessarily work, but 
what will work is you sitting down thinking about your investment strategy and your thesis for you and figuring out how this whole landscape plays in the fund that you're trying to create because ultimately you're the person that has to run the multifamily fund and you're the person that has to run the the deal so you have to understand that you know when you're creating your investment thesis this is the landscape this is how you are looking to invest in the multifamily space <clears throat> okay so for our example let's say we're going to buy stabilized multifamily properties because we just don't feel comfortable with value add we're going to buy stabilized multifamily properties so your investment thesis when we put it all together it can sound like this we are purchasing stabilized multifamily communities with 100 units or more in order to generate passive income and high returns for investors okay so that's good now the next phase is where do you want to purchase those properties do you want to purchase them nationwide do you want to focus on specific markets do you want to focus on specific states do you want to focus on specific cities so let's say for this example we're going to focus on the northeast so it would sound like this our investment thesis is this this is our investment thesis we are purchasing multifamily properties with 100 units or more in the northeast in order to generate passive income for investors and generate high returns for investors all right so you see what we did there what are we doing we're purchasing multifamily properties where are we purchasing those properties at we believe that we want to purchase them in the northeast why do we want to purchase those properties because they generate income and they generate high returns for investors and what size properties are we purchasing 100 units and up so you get that so now this you could use this as an example investment strategy so our investment thesis is this we believe that by purchasing multifamily properties in the northeast that generate income that we can no we believe that purchasing multifamily properties in the northeast that generate income no sounds like this we believe that purchasing income producing multifamily properties in the northeast with 100 with 100 units or more can generate passive income and high returns for investors that is it so as you can see you answer all the investor questions in your investor investment thesis and it gives you a lens to look through when investing in multifamily properties and it also allows you to pass or play so if somebody brought you a multifamily deal in the southeast southeast with 100 units or more and it's a new construction deal or a deal that you have to develop would you invest in that deal with this particular investment strategy or investment thesis that we're laying out here the answer will be no why not because you're looking for income producing multifamily properties in the northeast that's going to generate passive income and that's going to generate high returns for your investors this particular deal that we mentioned here in the southeast one it doesn't fit your investment thesis because it's in the southeast two it doesn't fit your investment thesis because it's a new development deal it's not going to generate any income while you hold the property 
And then three, it doesn't fit your investment thesis because there's no three. So one is in the Southeast and two is a new development. So we can quickly understand that it's a no. It's a no for us because we're looking for properties in the Northeast. We're looking for properties that generate income and generate high returns for our investors. So that is all I have for this episode. That being said, I'll see you guys right here. Same podcast tomorrow.